Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. been good to us. Amen. I'm thankful for that. He's been real. Right. That's above everything else. He's been so real to us. Amen. I'm glad that we have this salvation in our hearts today. And uh, I take it just, just so great. <clears throat> um, like I said, I like to kind of focus on these next three weeks about Christ coming into the world as the Savior. We'll look at different scriptures this week, or these uh, next few weeks. Pray for me that God will show me and give me the light of God, have His Word. Amen. To try to bring things out. You know, every every year you uh, come to this point and you, uh, and you try to teach or preach about the um, Jesus coming as the Savior and the uh, Christ child and and uh, but it's all good and uh, I, I know that you have done it I have done it we've read scripture and got something out of it and read it again and seen more light amen that's what I pray that God will give us more light and we'll understand things more clearly amen uh, I want to look at it you don't have to follow me here in these verses I just want to read a couple things here and like what I want to try to focus on this morning is Jesus' divinity. That he existed before the world was. Before the world was ever made. Amen. And uh, there's some verses that kind of relate to his coming. Uh, and then Isaiah. Let me read a couple of these scriptures and then we'll get to the main line. In Isaiah 7. They find it. I didn't mark my Bible. But in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, and it said this, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, and behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and, and he and shall call his name Emmanuel. That means God with us. Amen. And then on, in uh, chapter 9, verse 6, it said, unto, it said, For unto us a child is born, and uh, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Not this government, not the U.S. government, or not any other government in the, in the world, but the whole world will be his government. He'll rule over everything. And it shall be upon his shoulders, and his, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Notice that? The Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. This baby that's coming, huh, is the, is the Son of God, is God, amen, in the flesh. Now I want to look at a couple things here. Uh, the pre-existence of Christ. Uh, when God 
uh, spoke the word uh, and, and everything appeared. He spoke the, uh, the word. He said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be uh, 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 the clouds and the stars and the sun and the moon and all these things, the animals, everything he spoke into existence. Do you get me this morning? But it said there, and I think, let me look at it here. It said here in verse, uh, in Genesis 1 and 26, he said, let us make man in our own image. Now, I noticed that when I caught my, my eye when I seen that. Let us make man. Who is he talking to? Huh? He's not talking to the angels because they haven't been created. Uh, he's not talking to man huh, or anything that he's created because there ain't no creation yet. He's talking to Jesus. He's talking to Christ. Huh? Let us make man in our own image. Huh? Another sign of Christ's preexistence. Let me go in down here in another one. In John, uh, let me go over here to John's Gospel, chapter 14. John 14, and it said this. I want to start here with verse 7. If ye, I want to read through uh, 7 through 11. He said, If ye had known me, ye, ye should have known my Father also. Uh, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. And Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it su suffice us. And Jesus said unto him, have I been so long a time with you, yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Huh? And sayest unto them, Show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak, not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. So we see here again that Jesus and God are one. They're together here. Amen? And then we'll go on down, and I'm, I'm going to read another one here. In, in John 17 and uh, chapter 1. Uh, let me see. John 17. Let's go over here. 1 through 5. It says, and, Jesus, and these words spake Jesus, and he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is coming, glorify thy son, thy son also may, uh, that thy son may also glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know that the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou hast given me to do. Now pay close attention to this. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Amen. There's another scripture indicating that Christ pre-existed for the world was. And then in verse 24 it said here, it says, Father, 
I will whom thou givest me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. Now note this. For thou lovest me before the foundations of the world. Right. Amen. There's so much proof huh, in God's word that Christ was with God and is his God. The pre-existing of Christ. Amen. Praise God. Now I want to go to the text here this morning that we'll read. If you want to follow with me in your Bibles. I want to go over here to John's Gospel, chapter 1. This explains it all. John, chapter 1. It said, And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. And that this was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, received him, to them gave he power, praise God, to become the sons of God and the daughters of God, even to them that believe on his name which were born not of the blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now note this. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he whom I speak. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Note that. Who was born first? John the Baptist. <laughs> Jesus was born second. But John said he was before me. Amen. John had the revelation that Christ was God in the flesh. And of his fullness and of all uh, we all receive and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God. Here's another proof. At any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, has declared Him. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning for Thy Word, Lord, and what it means today. We're so thankful, God, for the truth that exists in Your Word today, Lord. And we just pray, God, for just a little while, Lord, while we're here, help us to understand, God, what this passage of Scripture is saying today, Lord. We need your help without the Holy Spirit, Lord. We cannot do anything. Uh, Lord, uh, the Spirit is our great teacher, Lord. And Lord, you said that the, that the Holy Spirit would show us all things and bring all things into our remembrance, God. And we need that, Lord, this morning. And we're thankful, God, for all that you've done. In Christ's name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. I tell you this morning, if Jesus had not come to this world, there would be no cross. There'd be no resurrection. There'd be no salvation. There'd be no eternal life, no heaven, and no hope for you and I. I tell you this morning, as I got to thinking about this and looking at it, uh, uh, the scripture today, I want to tell you something. The greatest thing that ever happened to mankind was the coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God for that this morning. Praise God. Huh? I thought about it. Huh? Uh, it said there in the very beginning, huh, when Adam and Eve had sinned, Huh? And disobeyed God. Huh? It is said that, that her seed, that means Christ, would bruise the head of the devil. Huh? And, and that the devil would bruise his heel. Huh? In the very beginning, God had a plan. Listen this morning. Huh? Just because God created Adam and Eve and they fell, huh? And they were disobedient to God and sin entered the world. Huh? That was not God's plan or God's mistake. Huh? That was man's choice this right. morning. Right. Huh? I tell you, God never created us to be robots and command us what we're going to think and what we're going to do and what we're going to believe in and how we're going to live our lives. He gave that choice to us. Right. Huh? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He gave it to mankind. And they made a choice. And they rebelled against God. And sin entered the world. Right. Huh? And there was only one remedy for sin. And that was Jesus. Right. He's yeah. the only remedy. Huh? God had a plan, my friend. And He sent His only begotten Son mm -hmm. into the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. He said here in the beginning was the Word. I want to tell you something. And if you want to interpret this a little bit, let me interpret it to you. In the beginning was Christ, and Christ was with God, and Christ was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Huh? I want to tell you something. I know this is hard to understand because in our minds and in our thinking, huh? There just can't be. Three, uh, uh, three separate people, huh? We we look at each person as an individual. This is number one. This is number two, and this is number three, huh? But in the Godhead, huh? There's three persons, huh? There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, huh? And the three are one. It's the Trinity, huh? My friend, I want to tell you something. John said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And I want to preach to you this morning that it was God in the flesh through Jesus Christ. Huh? This is who He was. It was God manifesting Himself to men. Huh? Amen. The Godhead. Huh? The world was made by Him. Huh? I tell you, there was nothing that existed. Nothing was formed. Huh? Nothing was made. Huh? I don't. I want to tell you something. God will always was. There was no beginning with Him, and there's no ending with Him. He always was. 
He's God. Huh? And Christ was with him in the very beginning. Huh? Had fellowship. They had, it said there, I read the scripture, they had fellowship together. Huh? They had glory together before the foundations of the world. Huh? But I'll tell you what. Huh? It said here, and in him was life, and the life was the light of man. I want to tell you what Jesus is. He's the light. <laughs> the Bible clearly teaches and says that Christ is the light. Now I want to tell you something. Another thing about him is life. Huh? Not this physical life. Everything that God created, huh, had life. Huh? The plants, the animals, the human beings that he made, the creatures, they had life. But that's not the life that the scripture here this morning is talking about. He's talking about eternal life, huh? Salvation through Jesus Christ, huh? Huh? Jesus came to this earth, huh? And manifested himself. And he brought salvation. He brought eternal life. That's what it's saying, huh? And he was the light of man. Hallelujah. He came down into a world that was full of sin and darkness. Huh? And it said that the darkness comprehended not. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I didn't want to get all stirred up this morning. I was going to take it easy. huh? Just kind of stay behind the pulpit and preach. huh? But hallelujah. Thank God. I thought about that. I thought about you and me this morning. We're living in a perverse and a sinful generation. And a generation in a time of evil. Huh? Of sickness. And all kinds of diseases. But praise God. We've got the light of God in our hearts. Huh? And thank God for that. We're walking with Him. And I tell you though. That, that darkness is not going to put out the light that Christ has put in our hearts. Amen. Uh, amen. He was the true light. And he came into the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Huh? And he brought salvation. And he brought light. Huh? I tell you. Thank God for that this morning. Amen. And it said here. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended not. Huh? And there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same uh, came to bear witness of the light uh, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. And we're going to get into that next week. But John was the forerunner for Jesus Christ. Right. Huh? I tell you, John, I, I might get into I don't want to get into the. I don't even know what I'm going to preach on, but I know I want to preach about John and the light. I want to tell you something. John came, huh? He was to bear witness of the light that Jesus was coming. He was preparing the way, huh? I want to tell you something this morning. You listen to me. Christ is coming again. I tell you, the church needs to prepare the way for the lost to get in, huh? For the lost to get saved, huh? The church and God's people need to be the light and prepare the way. This is eternal. Right. Huh? It's eternal. And John bought the light and prepared the way. Huh? They thought he was Jesus. They thought he was the Messiah. Huh? He was full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when he preached and tried to prepare man's hearts, they knew he was a prophet on high. Huh? 
here say, I know I got to quit. We got a late start. That's all right. Let's try to get through here. And that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And I want to tell you something, my friend, this morning. I said this last week. Huh? You know, God, the, the Jews was God's people. He was their chosen people. Huh? But I tell you, he had a plan. And the plan was Christ. And the plan was universal. Right. Huh? The, Jesus came to save every person. Uh, and every man, every tribe, every nation, every person that's came into this world, huh? Jesus died to save them. Huh? It's a universal thing, huh? And that's what it's saying. At the light of every man huh, that comes into this world has a choice, and they can choose Christ as their Savior. Amen. Right. He said here, huh, he was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Huh? The same, the same uh, uh, world and creation, the same people that he, he had made, huh? that Christ had, had created in the very beginning, huh? they didn't even recognize him. They didn't know who he was. He came, they didn't, they didn't recognize him. Huh? They said, and he was in the world, the world was made by him, and they knew him not. And it said, here he came into his own, and his own received him not. And that was the Jews. That was his people. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was born through Mary, and Mary was a Jew. Huh? Jesus looked like a Jew. Huh? He was a Jew in his half-breed. Let's get that straight. The other part of him is God. Amen. He was half-Jew, half-God. And it said, he that came into his own and his own received this not. Woo! I tell you, praise God! This is one of the grandest verses in the whole Bible. These next few verses, I tell you, wraps this whole thing up. Let's just take a look at it here for just a minute. It says, but as many as received him, gave he power to become the sons of God. Huh? Even to them that believe on his name. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of God, or will of man, but of God. <laughs> Hallelujah! Praise God! Listen this morning, huh? This is salvation right here. This is why He came this morning, huh? But as many as received Him, gave Him the power to become the sons and the daughters of God. Right. Huh? I'm going to tell you something. In this time when Jesus came, when those that had received Him and believed that He was the Christ, huh? something happened to them. Huh? Something changed their life. It was the power of the Holy Spirit it's not changed today, people. It's the same today. God, the scripture said that Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. And I want to tell you something. This salvation does not change. Huh? It happens today. It happens to you and I. Those who believe in Him and receive Him as Savior and Lord. I want to tell you something. Something happens. Something changes down inside. The, the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Come and I can't wholly explain it. 
But it happens. It comes into the individual's life. It's called regeneration. That old sinful heart that we inherited from Adam that caused our life to sin and be rebellion against God. God comes down into the soul and does the work. We call it being born again of the Spirit. Huh? And thank God that's what happens. Huh? I tell you, I'm so thankful for that this morning that we got in and we got in right. And we got in the right way. Huh? We believed in God. Huh? I want to tell you, it's, it's a supernatural thing that happens. Huh? It's a supernatural power. Huh? What did it say? That we become the sons and the daughters of God. Mm. I want to add daughters. Sons means son and daughters. Right. That's for men and women all alike. Mm -hmm. Huh? Praise God. Huh? He gave us power to become the children of God. Huh? And with that power, Mate, my friend, we become into this family of God. Huh? Praise God. And He gives us eternal life. Yes. Huh? A life that's everlasting that will never die. Amen. I want to tell you something, my friend. Huh? It wasn't the will of man. Huh? It wasn't a, a planned birth. I used to think it was that's what it really meant. In a way, you can preach that. Huh? But I tell you what was said. Why John said this? The Jews, huh, were of Abraham's seed. They were circumcised, huh, and this made them God's people. All right, that was the law. That's what they had to do if they wanted to be in God's family. The men had to be circumcised, and they became children of God through Abraham's seed, huh. And I want to tell you something. This is a new dispensation that has happened. Christ has come, huh? And the Jews, I tell you, when, when Jesus came and, and John was preparing their hearts in this passage of Scripture, and John was there uh, uh, with Jesus later on as time went on, huh? I want to tell you something. The Jews had all their confidence and all their, all their uh, uh, belief in the Mosaic law and in the seed of Abraham and in circumcision. Huh? But John told them, huh? John the writer here, the son of Zebedee, the disciple, was saying, hey, now listen, it ain't going to do you any good. Huh? It don't matter now. Huh? There's a new dispensation that has come in and the Savior of the whole world. Jesus Christ has come. The divine Son of God. Now, everything's changed. And if you want to be saved and you want to come into the kingdom of God and you want eternal life, you're going to have to believe in Him. Because it's not of your will, it's not of man's will, but it's of God. Amen. Amen. You're not going to inherit in heaven just because you're the seed of Abraham. That's what they was banking on. Huh? They, they, they just believed that they could reject Jesus and never believed that he was the Messiah. They could reject him and still make it to heaven and still be God's people. John was telling them something different here. Amen. Right. I know i got to quit. I tell you, there's so much in that. That's a message in itself to preach upon. Amen. Huh? But he gave them power to become the sons of God. i got so many notes here. I should have looked at them and read them. Amen. 
And then it said here, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Praise God. I want to tell you something. Huh? And the word was made flesh. Huh? John preached the truth. Just like I'm preaching you this morning the truth. That the word was made flesh. Jesus was God in the flesh. Huh? And that's what John's saying. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. Think of the things that the disciples seen. Huh? Think of the things that they, they had when they had been with Christ. Huh? And all the things that he'd done. All the preaching. All the teaching. And all the miracles. Huh? They were right there. They were eyewitnesses of what Christ could do. They see his glory and his power. Huh? No wonder he said that. Huh? I tell you, they was on a boat one day. You remember this story? And uh, Jesus had been out preaching and teaching there. And uh, the disciples got in the boat. And they pushed the boat off the shore. Jesus was still on the shore. I don't know what if he was still teaching or preaching or what he was doing. He might have been praying. But they pushed that old boat. Huh, and they started drifting out there in the sea. Huh? And all of a sudden a storm came. Hmm. It, was a, it was a rugged storm. The wind was blowing. The sea was in rage. Huh? And those disciples, huh? I tell you, were scared to death. They thought they was going to die. Huh? Jesus, now that's, that's the story I meant to say. That's, that's what it was. I'm getting kind of confused. Jesus was laying down on a ship asleep. Remember that? Resting. Huh? He was resting. He was calm. And they come down there. I don't know which one it was. Or if it was Peter or John. Said, Lord, we're going to perish. We're going to die. This storm's going to kill us. We ain't going to make it. And Jesus said, Oh, ye little faith. And he got up. And this is the point I wanted to make. He got up and spoke the word and calmed the seas. The waves when they were 20 or 30 feet high, huh? Now just as calm as the carpet laid here in this church. He calmed the seas. And they seen God in Jesus. What they do? They start worshiping Him. They start worshiping Christ right there. And they seen that He was God in the flesh. Huh? Jesus didn't reject them. For their worship of Him. Because He knew He was God. Right. Amen. A lot of many, a lot of instances, and we'll preach about the Magi, Magi the three kings, the Oriental kings that came to, to, to Jesus when he was two years old. Huh? The light, the star led them. Remember that song? Remember that scripture? Huh? They followed the star, and it came over where the young child lay. You know what they done? They come in there and they give their gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Huh? And they gave their gifts because he was a king. Huh? And they worshipped him. Huh? Why did they worship him? Because God gave them a witness that he was the divine son of God and that he was God himself. That is me. Huh? That child is me in the flesh. And they worshipped. I think he was about two years old. Huh? 
worship the child. Now, nobody's, listen, common sense, nobody's going to worship a child. <laughs> nobody's going to do that. But I tell you, God revealed to him, Amen. them, that that was God. Right. That was him. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Right. They sit here, and then not, this is it, because I'm done. It's already after 12. We'll skip down here. And it said, No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Amen. Before Jesus came, nobody seen God. Huh? Moses huh, had heard God's voice. The children of Israel seen the cloud huh, and the pillar of fire. And, and, and that represented God, who God was. And God was with him, with them, huh? And there was many prophets that heard his voice, that spoke to them, and give them the prophecy to be told in the scriptures that we have in our Bibles today, huh? But none of them seen God, huh? Scripture said somewhere, no man has seen God lived, but Christ was with him in the beginning, huh? He declared his glory, as we spoke earlier. Had the fellowship with him. I want to tell you something this morning. I just wanted us to know that who Jesus was and why he came. Amen. That he was God in the flesh. Huh? He, <clears throat> he is Emmanuel. That meaning God with us. God dwelling among men huh? through Jesus Christ, his son. That's the purpose of the preaching this morning. Yes. God dwelling among us through Jesus Christ. Amen. Huh? Right. I tell you, we don't see Jesus today. Huh? But I want to tell you something. He said in there, he told the disciples before I leave, he said, when I leave, I want to send the Holy Spirit. Huh? And he'll guide you and change you and be in you. And I want to tell you something this morning. That's who's with us today. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Huh? The Holy Spirit is dwelling in every Christian this morning. That's what we're born of, of the Spirit of God. Huh? He's dwelling in us, huh? He's with us today. You felt him this morning in this service. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thankful for that today. Amen. There's so many things, so many other thoughts that I had on my mind, I forgot them. They escaped my mind. But praise God, it's real today. And then the, next week, we're going to try to look at uh, John the Baptist, his, uh, his birth and Christ's birth. I mean, it's just a, such a great time of year to reflect on these great truths. Amen. <clears throat> I was, I'm, I think I'll just share this with you. Kind of do just to cover Pam texted me yesterday, and, and I never even thought about it. She, she can remember everything. So if I need to know something, I'll go to her and ask her what happened this time or what happened, because she remembers everything, just like a recorder. But she, she texted me yesterday, and she said, you know what? She said it's been 61 years ago tomorrow, which is today, that my dad got saved. My dad became a Christian, and God saved him. And she put in there, and she said, don't forget this. 
She said, remember that. It was December the 8th, I don't know what year. I think he was 24 years old. But I thought about that and how that come about. I, don't, I, I told you the story about him, that he didn't know God. He wasn't raised in a Christian home. Had, <clears throat> had no idea what Christianity was. Huh? Nothing, not a clue. His, his parents never took him to church. Like I said, it was a, a, a no Christ in the family, ungodly home. And my mom, her mother was a Christian, a, a saint of God. Huh? And mom went to church, took Pam and Mike, I wasn't bored yet, took them to church. And some, for some reason, they were sick, and mom, mom and dad didn't have a telephone, and they lived not too far from my grandma Stewart, mom's mom, and they went down, and she sent dad down there to tell him that uh, they're not going to make it to Sunday school and to church that morning. So he went down to tell her, and I know I told you this story, but it's so good. I'll tell it again. He went down there and told Grandma Stewart, he said, Frida, my, uh, uh, Barbara and the kids, Pam and Mike ain't going to go to church today because they're sick. She said, well, why don't you go? Why don't you go to church? Won't you come? And he said, you know what? I might do that. I might do that sometime. That's what he told her. I'm going to tell you something. She's been praying for him for years. And, of course, my dad, things was going on in his life anyway, too. I don't know what all they was. And I'm going to tell you something. He went. He went to Zion Chapel, walked into that church, and he felt the power of God. Didn't know anything about Christ. Didn't know anything about religion and salvation. But he said he walked in that church and sat out in the pew. And he said they started singing the songs. They started singing the hymns. Huh? And he said the chills ran up and down my spine. He said I heard them pray. He said they, he said they all prayed together and lifted up their voices together and prayed to God. Huh? And it sounded like thunder. Uh, he never heard anything like it before. And he said, he said, I left that church that day. I walked out the back door. And he said, I knew that those people had something that I didn't have. They had something that was real and something that was genuine. Yes, right. And he said, I want to find it. He said, I want to know what it is. Amen. I tell you, my friend, he was lost as ever. Lost is a lot of people in this community and people that we know and work with, huh? He said he, he said he quit drinking, he quit smoking, he quit cussing, huh? He quit lying, he quit doing all those ungodly things a month before he got saved. He gave them all up, and the people that he worked with, huh? And his friends, huh? They thought he got saved. They said, well, you got saved, didn't you, buddy? 
He said, no. He said, I'm not saved. He said, but I tell you what, I'm earnestly seeking it. Huh? I'm searching it. Huh? Something's there and, I'm, and I want to find it. Huh? And God dealt with him. Old time conviction. That's what, to, I tell you, we need to get back to that. Because that's what gets the sinner in. It's old time conviction. When you're convicted about the life you're living and what you're living in, huh? That's what he got under old time conviction, huh? And I'll tell you this and I'll quit. And he said, he told me this a few times. He said, I'll tell you what. He said, I was, he worked for the gas company. And he said, I was over there. We was over there in Anderson. And we was at the Anderson dump. And we was shoveling blacktop off the dump truck. Huh? We had just patched a bunch of streets where they had dug them up. And they had some left over. And they was, they was out there uh, shoveling that extra asphalt off, off of there. Off the dump truck. And he said, I said, all of a sudden, he said, something come over me. And he said, I felt something that I never felt before. He said, I felt like praying. He said, I just felt like, he said, I just felt like kneeling down there. Right there with all those guys that he worked with that was there with him. He said, I felt like falling down. He said, but I told God, I don't feel like this is a proper place. Huh? This is towards the end of the day. Okay? And he said, if you'll spare my life, Lord, God, till I get home. He said, I'll pray. I'll pray. Said he come home. Mom can tell you all about it. Come home and set his dinner bucket on the counter and went straight into the bedroom. Huh? And he didn't even know how to pray. He didn't even know what to say or what to do. Huh? But he heard somewhere, somebody quoted uh, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And he said, he told me this is the, the gospel truth. He said, I said, our Father which art in heaven, how would be thy name? And that's all the Father he got. That was it. He said something warm, huh? Come down and, for, and touched the top of his head. It came down and just kept filtering inside of him. And it got down here in his chest. And he said it just spread out. He said, I didn't know what was happening or what was taking place. He said it was just, it was, he didn't know what was happening to him. And he cried and bawled, huh? Like a baby, huh? And my mom ran into the bedroom, wanted to know what was wrong with me. What happened to you? What's going on? She was scared. Can you see it? Just naturally, what's wrong? What's happening, buddy? He said, I don't know. He said, but whatever it is, it's not going to hurt me. Huh? He got up. He turned around and he told her, he said, I tell you what, I feel as innocent as a newborn baby. There's no guilt. Everything in my life's gone. Huh? I'm just, I just feel like a newborn baby. What did we preach on this morning? What did we say, huh? Those who receive him, believe in him, huh, are born again. Right. That's what happened to him. Amen. God saved his life, changed his life, huh? God used him. He had an impact. He got into church, huh? 
and, 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 and he just, God was all over him. He had the testimony. God's spirit was upon him. And, and, and they wanted him. They called him to be the Sunday school superintendent. And he was just, just got saved. Huh? But God was all over him. And he used him. Yeah. I want to tell you something. God is no respecter person. Huh? He'll do it for anybody. Yes, yeah. sir. Right. Huh? I said you don't have to be born. You, you, you're not. You do not inherit salvation. But I want to tell you something. God is gracious. And he had an impact on our whole family because of what my dad went through. What my dad received, huh? He received this salvation. What are you talking about? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Huh? What is it? It's love. It's God's love. And God's love was sending Christ into the world to save you and I.